Fan Boy here with podcast episode seven with my friends King and Double Dip and our special guest today from Mendocino Therapeutics, Max Jitter. Say hello, folks. Hey, yo. How you doing? Hey, hey. Great to have you guys here. So I'd like to ask about the Lotus. I don't know a lot about it, so maybe we start out with give us a little bit of introduction. Okay. So the Lotus is essentially a... Uh, a vaporizer that uses a torch to heat it. And uh, it's usually sold as a kit with, with the torch. And the thing that makes it different than other, uh, than other butane-powered vaporizers is that it's got, got a solid nickel plate. And the, the flames on one side of the nickel and the air you inhale comes from the other side. So you don't end up inhaling the butane fumes. And that's really it. And then, you know, there's a pipe that goes along with it. But the main thing is you're not inhaling butane fumes. So that, that's, that's the big deal about it. And that, that is a big deal for, for everyone. When I, when I first saw it, that was my primary concern. And then I saw that that had been taken into account. Uh, I mean, the, the Lotus overall, and, and I've talked to you about this before, it feels very well engineered. And, and it has gone through... Uh, through a few renditions since you first came up with the concept, tell us tell us about where it, where it started in comparison to where it is today. Uh, well, let me see. I actually have uh, fifteen different models in my rogues gallery over here, and the first one was just a uh, a real thin stainless steel tube, and I saw that worked, and then I just went from there until I got something that worked well. And uh, really what it was is that I saw the, the, uh, the existing uh, butane-powered uh, vapes that were around. This was about 2008. And I figured, well, I know I can do better than that. And I really wanted something that would separate the, the butane from the fumes. So, so I started out uh, just with a thin tube where I squished it, and then I made something that... Uh, they look real cool, but uh, they didn't work that well. And then, you know, I just just worked on it. It, it was sort of tough because I'd uh, I'd make something up and I'd test it. And I don't only be able to test it about once a day because then my mind would be gone and <laughs> <laughs> couldn't make any more decisions after that. So, so I'd work all afternoon and then I'd check it out at the end of the day. <laughs> Well, that's that's how you know it works. If by the end of yeah. the day you say, you know what, it doesn't need to get better than this. So, but it, it's the last change I made. I thought it would be a minor change, but it turns out that uh, it really made a big difference in uh, how easy it is to use. So, you know, it it was a a lucky a lucky change. <laughs> which which change was that? Uh. I put it, let me see, the, the way the Lotus works is that there's a hot plate on top, and then a little bit below it, there's a plate that has a bunch of holes in it, mm-hmm. and the way it works is the air goes between the two plates and gets heated, and then uh, it goes through the holes in the second plate, and it goes down into the bowl. So I put another little plate above or between those two plates. And it keeps the hot plate from radiating down. So pretty much it, it makes it much more uh, pure convection, where before there was a lot more radiation heating, which would singe the top of the bowl. 
So now, without uh, without making any claims that uh, would upset anybody, would you say that this is probably the the most um, the highest percentage of convection to conduction as far as portable portable vaporizers go? Because in my opinion, you know, it feels that way. I don't see another portable vaporizer that has that percentage of convection. When you say portable, are you including all the electronic ones? Uh, anything that you you can take with, you can put in a, a pocket or, you know, it's hard to say when you ask it that way. I mean, the packs, the Ascent, um, any, yeah, the electronic ones, anything with a battery. To tell you the truth, I haven't been following the electronic ones that quick, that closely, because I just figure uh, they're they're sort of like another beast. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's either, I think the people that, that would buy the Lotus are ones that are more comfortable with pipes. Um, and the electronic, they're just different. You know, oh, they're, they're definitely smaller and more stealthy, you know, but they don't have the same feel. They don't, you know, there's a, like a tradition of smoking a pipe. And I, the I was electronic say ones that. don't have it. I've run into so many people in just my circle that are really turned off to electronics, you know, electronic cigarettes, you know, electronic yeah. vapes and all that. And when I, when I introduce them to the, to the Lotus, you know, the ritual is still there. We're using a butane torch. We're using our existing glass. People are still experiencing what they would normally with smoking. They're seeing these dense clouds come out. And I, and I think that's really a big, a good takeaway from this one. I'm uh, converting more and more people to, you know, the joys of vaporization, being able to taste those clean hits and, uh, you know, yeah, actually enjoy it. So yeah, you know, when I started, the the choices were uh, the little torches like the Vapor Genie and the uh, uh, the Volcano. And the Volcano, I I think that's really good for a bunch of people. But if you're going to be vaping by yourself, I I just don't think it's the right thing. And uh, I don't know. I think the the bag. I mean, people have, have adapted to it, but it, it looks sort of strange. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, not a pipe. I'll just put it that way. It's not a pipe. <laughs> it's it's never been my uh, it's never been my choice when when uh, when I'm not with company. Even even if right. it's just my wife and I, you know, taking the volcano out, setting it up, it's usually too much of a hassle. Uh, whereas, and and really, it's not much of a comparison because they're two completely different beasts as you've said right. but for the lotus it's grab and go there's never do i need to charge it i i know i have butane somewhere in the house so even if the lighter is dead there's never an issue right and and i think it looks good enough that you can like just put it on the table and you know it's just like a coffee cup or something like that it just sort of you can integrate it into your life pretty easily yeah, it definitely doesn't stick out. So uh, one thing that, that you had mentioned to me uh, at some point in the in the near or near past, I guess, when uh -huh. we were talking, is your your background and really what makes you um, what makes you qualified to make a vaporizer. There are some people that aren't and they make a great vaporizer, but there are some people that have a long-standing history. And, and yours was really interesting, and I think that, that that says a lot about you and about how much uh, how much thought you put into the Lotus. Um, well, I've always enjoyed inventing things, and uh, before I worked on the Lotus, I was working as an engineer in the medical device industry, and and I was uh, I was making all the the oddball equipment that 
that the companies would use to uh, make the medical devices. So, you know, so it was always like one of a kind and there's some strange thing they want to do and it's really small and it has to be right. And, and the thing, the thing with that is that it has to be right. I mean, it can't just look right. It has to operate correctly. So, so I, I try to apply the same standards to the Lotus and, you know, make it of clean, you know, safe materials and, you know, as solid as I can get it as far as functioning and as simple as I can get it. it it's easy to make something complicated and it's hard to make it simple. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what I do. And I, you know, I probably fixate on things too much, but make makes for good designs. <laughs> and it, and it, it really has worked out. Uh, if you, uh, if you read the review that I wrote, you you can clearly see that I was not predisposed to liking the Lotus, and right, uh, right. and even even the decision to re- to review the Lotus was was one that was forced on me by Tarzan Boy, who before he had even started uh, writing for the site had been bragging to me how great the Lotus is. So <laughs> it's, it's something that I mean you've converted the the most critical person I know, and everybody that that reads the review asks me if if I'm serious about liking it that much after making such harsh statements at the beginning. Well, I'm glad you do. Yeah, most people that that try it really like it. You know, it's got, uh, it's, you know, I'm an engineer. So the part that comes hard to me is the marketing. And the the thing that works best is just sticking and putting it in somebody's hands and and putting the torch to it. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, you know, you usually see their eyes light up and get bigger. And, you know, that that usually works pretty well. So what are what are a few suggestions that people have made to you that maybe you've tested or or you know from experience uh, haven't uh, haven't worked out things that people have said hey let's add this to the Lotus and and you know once you've tried it you just said you know what this isn't going to make it a better experience. Um, usually when somebody suggests something I sort of look at it and mull it over and you know if I don't think it's going to really make a difference then I don't go with it. Um, we're a small company, so change goes slow, uh, just because I have to, uh, deal with both production and, uh, and the new models. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but people were pushing for, uh, something for water pipes. So that's how the water pipe adapter came about. And then and that, uh, that went over very well. It went over really well. It went over really well. And then uh, somebody on the, the FC website uh, put up a picture of the Lotus with the J-hook, and it looked really nice. So I went out and researched J-hooks, and uh, now we have a J-hook that we're selling with it. So I really appreciate it, everything that, you know, all the comments that people make, because it's good to see, to get another perspective on it. You know, I'm, I've been doing it long enough that, you know, your, your vision tends to get narrower the more you do it. So it's good to have somebody come in with, uh, with another point of view. No, it's, I mean, that's one of the greatest things about FC is just the, the community feedback right there. Um, yeah. Just one yeah. other thing I've seen, and I've actually seen some uh, custom mods and people tweaking, you know, their own adapters, uh, the glass adapters, that is. 
Was there a reason that you had chosen stainless steel over, say, a glass water pipe adapter? Uh, well, mostly because I'm more comfortable with stainless steel than glass. You know, I just don't know that much about it. And uh, the, I, I like glass, but I don't know how to work it myself. And I'm really just learning about it. So, uh, I mean, a glass bowl would be fine, too. You know, I've, I've thought about that. If, I, what I need is a really solid partner that knows glass. <laughs> That's really what I need. So, I haven't had any experience with the with the first generation of the water pipe adapter, but I will say that the O-rings make a tremendous difference, and it sits in there very well. As far as non-glass adapters, it is probably the uh, the the best one I've used because the tolerances are all very very tight on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I had one that was uh, stainless. Uh, without the O-rings, and that thing worked really well, too. But then I just tried, decided to try it with O-rings and see what it'd be like. And I mean, the, they both work. I don't, you know. <laughs> right. It might have a better feel to it with the O-rings. I'm not sure. Just one, maybe one comment, too. I saw on the, um, the actual um, a metal pipe that you guys have that the magnets are embedded into that. Would you right. guys um, be thinking of embedding the magnets instead into the cap so that you can use the stainless steel and then use some sort of magnetic connection in that regard, or is it always going to stay in the uh, the pipe for now? Uh, it's probably going to stay in the pipe, but uh, there's a possibility that I'm going to put magnets in the water pipe adapter. Uh, I'm, you know, that I I could put everything in it, but. The more you put in it, the more expensive it is, the more you have to pay for it, you know, you have to sell it for. And if it's too expensive, it might be great, but, you know, nobody's going to be really interested. So you have to balance the utility and the price. That's a good point. And I mean, especially with competition, I mean, you mentioned the Vapor Genie, but I mean, I I think the Lotus stands apart just in the fact that you're not inhaling, again, any of the either the lighter or, in your case, the butane that's coming in from the top. Um, but yeah, I mean, when we're looking at the, the butane vape market, uh, other vapes that are there, I mean, the Whisper, um, the Iolite, um, but you guys really stand apart right there looking to sort of integrate your own glass. And I think that's major, like the major draw for me right there and all my friends that I'm trying to show this, uh, this piece to, that you, know, you mm-hmm. don't have to go ahead and spend $150 on a new unit. You can buy this cap. Uh, affix it to your own existing glass and you can have you know uh, as good a vaporizer as any desktop unit that's that's sold out there um just a quick thing i actually went and reached out to the community before we started this podcast today um actually have a few quick questions and i can um shoot your way there max if you wouldn't mind okay all right um bear with me one moment as i pull open the thread so first actually um You've seen that uh, since you released the J-Hook, I think initially you guys released an aluminum stem, so it's a transition now from aluminum to glass. One user was just asking um, what the potential is to have a wooden stem, maybe in the future. Um, I'm not sure. The, the problem with the aluminum stem, I mean, some people don't like aluminum. It, first of all, we're not transitioning. We're going to do both in parallel. But the thing about wood is that it's not really that much cheaper to make than aluminum because the the big deal is uh is drilling a hole 
So I'm not sure if we're going to do wood or not. Uh, so so is the feeling that uh, people would be interested in it? You know, I think uh, like as you're introducing glass and other people are talking about bubblers and we're seeing people, you know, introducing water pipe adapters. It's just right. um, a look at the community, you know, what, what cool things, what cool adapters, what cool, um, you know, uh, other accessories can they add on to their vaporizer? Now, with something like the Lotus, it's, you know, it's more of a cap right there. And people are just seeing, you know, what other goodies you guys uh, maybe have in the store for the future. So not just the wooden cap. Another user went on to ask something like um, a bubbler. Maybe you've seen some of the, the GIFs that I put up on, a, on FC just using some of the, you know, the Ali glass and some of the uh, the Vapor Brothers, uh, their mini hydrator with your uh, right. paper cap. Are you guys planning on maybe doing any partnerships in the future to uh, also introduce some bubblers for your Lotus caps? I, I thought about it. The, the problem I have is uh, the, the range of glass is so huge, I don't know where to start. You know, so, I mean, the, the bubbler is sort of nice is that it, it's functional and it's small. And I think if we do anything, we'll probably go in that direction. Something you know. to uh, to complement the design of the vapor cap and uh, and that uh, water pipe adapter. So I know that there are some bubblers that both Tarzan Boy and I own that don't work well with the Lotus only because of the stir tool. So definitely, if if you're going in that direction, something to complement its design. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I, I went okay. ahead and had to just order a few like extra adapters just to make sure that um at least some of the glass pieces that I had would interface well with the uh, the Lotus cap. One in particular, the mini hydrator, since it sits, or I should say the uh, the female end sits flush against the, uh, the unit, just that uh, extra extension there from the Lotus cap made it sort of um, you know, an encumbrance right there, so I had to get an, an extra adapter piece. So yeah, definitely something to think about in the future when you're going to be um, looking at glass bubblers to sort of integrate the design, because we love that stir tool. I can't you know, stress how easy it is to stir the contents, and I find a great use in that tool. Max, tell me about what's what's in the future for Mendocino, uh, whether it's another portable or some kind of a, another generation for the Lotus or even even a desktop. I can assume that you're not just sitting idly by and, and filling orders. You're still looking at this thing and saying, you know, what can I do to change it or, or what can I do to, to add to my lineup? Well, um, like I said, the change comes slow. When I made the first one, I feared, oh, it's perfect and I'm done. And now that I've been selling it for about three years, I realize that I'm never going to be done. You know, and there's always something you can change. Um, but I don't think I'm going to make any big changes to this. Um, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to go electronic at all, just because that's not my expertise. Uh, the only thing... What I'd really like to do is be able to uh, make it, uh, let me see, have the parts not cost as much so that I can sell it cheaper. Mm -hmm. That's what I'd really, without having it made in China. So um, that's really what I would like to do. I, I like the way it works. I like to just make it so it doesn't cost as much. And the other thing I have been thinking of just, making a uh, a vapor cap that will pop on any glass pipe so that uh, all you need is a vapor cap and uh, and a lighter to 
to make it run. Oh, so like a, a built-in water pipe adapter right into the vapor cap. Yeah, either for a water pipe or just a, a standard glass pipe, you know, yep. a stem pipe. Oh, I see. You know, so so that's one of my thoughts. And uh, a lot of people are uh, asking me about concentrates. So I'm starting to look into that. I just, what I've heard is that concentrates take more heat than flowers. So right. that that's my only problem there. But but it'd be nice because the, the lotus is, I, I, I think it would lend itself to that. So that I is think, something I am looking at. I believe the difference with concentrates is that a, a higher temperature is needed to vaporize as well as a more concentrated temperature. So it, it can't just be through that, you know, that, that whole uh, herb chamber. It needs to be concentrated on one point. Uh, well, well, maybe concentrates are not in the... <laughs> in the future for this. <laughs> no, I've I've already heard of people taking I think all all natural organic cotton and then um, reclaiming and then trying to use in the lotus and coming up with somewhat good results. So there is probably a, a way to do this. Hmm. And maybe I could just ask one question as far as the the nickel plating on there. I think in the earlier versions you were saying that that um where I guess the the hot plate was heating up so much that it was burning through or maybe so much to the point that people were needing to replace the heat plates. Uh, now, not the case. Is that, is that correct? Um, I thought that wouldn't be the case. I think it's still happening some, but uh, it's slower. But there's a one-year guarantee on the plate. So if it, it doesn't burn through, what happens is that, uh, first of all, it's not nickel plate. It's actually solid nickel. It's like 99 five or 99.9 percent .9 pure nickel so uh what happens is when you heat it up it tends to expand and it gets a lot of stresses in it so especially if if it gets really hot over time it'll crack from those stresses uh the new model of the lotus doesn't really get as hot because there's no hot spot so it should mellow that out so you know uh, that that seems to be what's happening. Uh, I don't have that many people, you know, calling me saying that their their uh, hot plates have cracked. So and, it seems to be working pretty well. And I actually went ahead and um, maybe took you up on that offer just to see one of those uh, heat plate replacement kits, just to you know take a look at the inside of the Lotus. And you know mm -hmm. I was intrigued in there. You know the simplicity of design. I was able to see that space, again, where you were saying that the, the air is pulled in from the bottom and then heated up from the top heat plate and then sucked through. So, you know, a very simple concept, and then the power that it delivers, it's, you know, it's incredible to see, well, you know, what's underneath there. But um, just going back to what I mentioned with the heat plate re replacement, um, are you going to be offering that kit now available directly on the website, or is that something that you'd want um, customers to contact you and take on a case-by-case -case basis to see which one's eligible for a warranty? Oh, no, no, I'm definitely going to be selling that. I think it's probably going to be about $15. And it's uh, uh, the hot plate and new screws and a little wrench and instructions. You know, and it, it's pretty straightforward to change it. Yep, and, and for anyone that's um, that hasn't had a chance to do so, I actually went ahead and put some pictures up by that step-by-step -step there, Max, if you want to take a look, too, uh, just to show fans and oh, okay. show everyone how to, how to okay. go ahead and put that up. 
So Max, what's what's the most popular color? Definitely natural. Natural. And Definitely what kind of wood natural. is that? Uh, it's maple. Maple. Yeah. Any any uh, any plans on offering a different uh, wood selection? There are some vaporizers that are uh, that offer or specialize even in exotic woods. Uh, I know the Magic Flight comes in a walnut. Uh, they're a cherry and a maple. I think the maple is their standard as well. Uh, we probably won't be offering in different woods because um, I'm. I I have all the parts made in the machine shop, including mm-hmm. the uh, the wooden cap. Mm-hmm. So they have to run a bunch of them at once and. Uh, it's pretty hard to find dowels and exotic wood. One thing I have thought about is uh, partnering up with some of the the artisans around here and having uh, different kinds of wood inlay. I have one with that has abalone inlay that I tried, and that oh, looks really? pretty nice. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So it it it's nice, and I thought well the. Well, there you know there are all the different kinds and colors of wood, so I, I thought it'd be pretty cool to uh, do something like that. So, so I'm thinking more along that kind, of, those kind of lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and just along with the natural wood finish, I actually chose the black. And I, I know I have to say right there, even though I'm keeping it inside the case, just in, in travel, there'll be some little nicks on it. And and anyone looking to pick up one, it would probably look more aesthetically pleasing if you just kept with the natural finish that way. Any small little nicks that you get will just, you know, blend in with the finish. Whereas the black, you know, I'm able to see it just a, it's a slight bit. Yeah, I so love my let, natural one. Let me ask you: with with the black, are the nicks just all over, or at the corners, or? But that, you're right, just at the corners of it, right there. That's what I found. Anywhere else, it seems, you know, to be fine. Nothing else. None of the paint is chipping off. Okay, because I tried to round those corners some to make them sturdier, so that paint wouldn't chip off. But I mean. Obviously, it is paint, so, you know. No, it's still overall, you know, pleased with the way that it looks. I mean, um, the the other thing that people may sometimes comment on, the the nickel uh, vapor cap itself, the, the heat plate, excuse me, that will turn a little bit of a, a blue that you were saying. Um, I think that's what the instruction says. Right. Yeah. So that, that's probably one thing that people want to note, that it's not any sort of defect right there, that their unit will discolor a little bit, uh, you know, from constant use. Yeah, it definitely would. As soon as it gets hot, it will uh, start to turn blue. First, it turns a little yellow, you know, sort of straw-colored, and then it'll turn blue. And uh, it turned blue a lot faster in the old design because there used to be a little red hot spot that you'd, that you'd uh, put on it, and that would tell you what the temperature was. So that's gone. But in its place, it's it's harder to uh, burn your material now. Should I not be seeing that hot spot on the new plate? You should not be seeing that hot Uh-oh. spot on the new plate. I think I'm I'm doing something wrong. Perhaps too high a flame temperature. I think yeah. that was one of the comments yeah. that Max had given me earlier too. You know, you don't really want to go so high in the flame that way you you're not going to accidentally uh, char or or burn uh, the product underneath or you know what you're. I uh I last night for the first time ever. I completely, it wasn't even like I had to question whether I combusted. I completely torched the entire bowl in the really? lotus. And that was my entirely my fault. I spaced out, I looked down, and I realized that not only was my flame set too high, but I pretty much had 
a small flame like developing on that nickel plate, and it looks like there was no damage to the lotus itself, but the whole bowl was charred, and uh, I, I had egg on my face because it was entirely my fault. Yeah. Well, you know, if you do get it too hot, you, if you just stop, stop inhaling and, and pull the torch away, and uh, pretty much nothing's going to happen, you know, because it'll, it'll cool off, and since it is convection, you shouldn't really uh, burn anything inside. Yeah, I'll have to keep that in mind for next time. At this this mm-hmm. time, the way I realized I got it too hot is when the smoke hit my lungs. Ah, uh, yeah. But it's uh, it's still a learning experience, especially when you're not paying any attention. <laughs> Max, if you I do could, have uh, to pay attention. If I could just follow with one one last question that we received from our fans over uh, on uh, our Vaporance, and that had to do uh, with the actual screen size. And mm-hmm. we know that it's not in you know, a traditional size right there, and I guess fans are wondering if you could maybe make a more sturdy uh, screen. I know myself, I'm having to change my screen, I-, I would say, after maybe a few weeks of use, maybe two or three weeks, where it'll just become so unusable and clogged that I'll have to just toss it aside. Soak it in alcohol. That's what I do. Never. I'm still using the original screen. Give it a soak in alcohol for like 30 minutes, 91%. Pull it out perfectly clean. You heard it there, for folks. Uh, King himself. Soak your screens in alcohol. No need to uh, go ahead and buy packs. But I know, Max, you guys offer replacement screens on your website. That's correct? We offer replacement screens on the website. And if anybody sends a stamped self-addressed envelope, We'll just throw in some screens, throw in two or three screens and send it to them. But the, the other way to clean the screen is just to uh, hold it with a pair of pliers and torch it till it gets red hot. Yep, that's actually a uh, yeah. method that I use myself. Yeah, I've, I've heard yeah. other people say that. I've never had an issue with, with alcohol. I'll throw, I have a you know this little Tupperware container of 91% that I just throw little pieces of glass in mm-hmm. and... I'll throw a screen in there or uh, anything, really. I even threw my uh, Volcano acrylic grinder in there once, forgot about it for a week, came back, the grinder was gone, and I had this very, very (laughs) interesting goo sitting at the bottom of my Tupperware container. (laughs) I've since thrown out that container as well. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So (laughs) let me ask you about the screen. The, The first screen I had was actually a finer screen than that. So the particles didn't come through, but then it would gunk up quickly. Yeah. So then we went to this screen, which is a little coarser. So are you thinking it should be coarser still? I'm thinking people are just talking about the durability. I, I, I think people are taking out the screen, like you're saying, trying to torch it instead of torching it inside the pipe itself. And by removing it like back and forth, it's just becoming frail on the side, and then uh-huh. little pieces are just kind of flaking off. I'm not yeah. sure if people are maybe looking for a glass screen. I know a lot of people talk about you know how ideal it would be to have a ceramic screen, and but just the cost involved and something like you know trying to measure it exactly to scale just seems you know a bit much for something like the Lotus. But um, I don't know if there's maybe thicker um, if it's an aluminum screen if that's what it is. If it's uh, you can get a thicker grade. Maybe that's what uh, people are looking for. I don't uh, think it needs to be finer. Yeah, finer. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm, finer. Yeah, finer. You, you you don't want it to gunk up anymore, but maybe like a little bit thicker so that it won't um, maybe break as easily. Yeah, I can I can definitely look at that. It's uh, I I was looking more at the whole size 
rather than how solid it was. I figured, well, if the screen's too heavy, then it's going to uh, condense a lot of uh, vapor on it. But if it's too thin, you know, it's too thin. That's, you know, it, it, it should be something that... Size. Uh, at least, and this is just my opinion. It's it's perfect the way it is. Um, mm-hmm. Coarser, it would just yield, you know, people with finer grinds uh, have losing a lot of herb through the screen. And we were just talking uh, before this podcast started about the Magic Flight finishing grinder and how it has such an incredibly fine grind that it, with coarse screens, you uh, you just lose a lot of herb right through the screen. And mm-hmm. that may also be the case with your grinder card. I've never used it, but it works in a similar fashion where it's more of a grading grind right. than a grinder. Yeah, I think it's probably coarser than the usual grinder. I see. Is it because of the, the larger holes? Yeah, and it's just a different action, you know. Mm-hmm. So. so I have to ask you, Max, um, with all the kits that you guys are offering on your site, um, what has been the most popular one from fans now that they've been ordering? Well, certainly the uh, well it changes over time. It's really funny. It definitely changes over time. Definitely, uh, people like the natural more than the painted vapor caps, mm-hmm. and uh, people are getting more and more into the uh, just the water pipe adapters. You know, so instead of having any stem at all, they just use a water pipe, and then the uh, the J hooks. When I first got them, they were they were just flying off the shelf. People really liked them, and now it's you know sometimes it'll be a J hook, sometimes it'll be a regular uh, a regular pipe. But the water pipe adapters themselves seem to be real popular. Yeah, I, I mean, just for anyone listening in right now, I mean, just hands down, I think the Lotus Pipe Glass Kit with the uh, the J hook seems to be your square bet if you're if you have existing glass and you want that. Nice experience, uh, glass on glass, right there. Just to, you know, well, not glass on glass, but glass in the uh, stainless steel WPA. But still a nice experience, and I, I myself have that one. Yeah, Tell you know, me. as as far as portability, the aluminum stem is nice, but uh, it depends what you want. Tell us how you use yours between the, you know, which which Lotus you have, which which lighter, um, whether you you like the aluminum uh, pipe, the J hook. I just like the aluminum one because uh, I don't have to worry about it. The J-hook, you know, I haven't used glass that much, and I just always worry that it's going to fall and break. So with the aluminum one, I know I don't have to worry about it. And, uh, you know, I have both the uh, the standard lighter and the, and the sleek lighter, but I just usually go with the standard lighter. I'm a simple guy. <laughs> it's. I found that it's very reliable. I. I've not had the best luck with lighters in the past, and they. They haven't all been the the jet lighters, but the, the lighter that that you provide is extremely reliable. Yeah, it it is. I agree. I agree. And it was actually uh, some of the guys over vapor store that uh, told me about it, and uh, you know, and some people just have no luck with lighters. I have one friend that I gave her. The lighters that we had, I got her a, a really nice vector lighter. Uh, I think she said she went through another six lighters, and she just has has the hands. Whatever she gets, she breaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But I haven't heard of anybody else that, that that's happened to. 
Well, that's uh, that's all I have. Uh, I definitely want to thank you very much for coming on. The the Lotus is surprisingly, and <laughs> that's so backhanded, but Lotus is surprisingly <laughs> one of the favorite vaporizers I own. And it, the reason it surprises me is because it, I'm I've never been so wrong about anything in my life. Um, <laughs> so it's you know we we owe you a lot just for coming up with this fabulous idea and for taking so much from the community and and, and bringing it to the Lotus and uh, improving it. Um, I'm I'm very very eager to see what what comes out in the future, even if it's in the distant future. Any changes to the Lotus or or any siblings to the lineup? Mm-hmm. I know that. Tarzan loves his Lotus as well because I always see him use it and we're always talking about it as well. Um, if if you have any comments, now is the time because we're going to be closing this up. Uh, i just like to thank the FC community. Uh, like you said, there have been a lot of ideas and they're, they're, uh, it's a, a very thoughtful group of people. And... Uh, they come up with a lot of good ideas, and I just really appreciate it. So, yeah, I think even as Double Dip said earlier when he was talking about the uh, the Sir tool, that that also was, I guess, a crowdsource idea where someone I saw on a, on a review had mentioned to you how you know great it would be just to incorporate that tool onto the cap. So you know, keep the ideas coming, folks. And I mean, you, you heard it right here. Designers are listening. You know, uh, keep the posts coming on FC, and um, you know, as always, stay tuned. The lines Thank are you guys open. Very much for listening. Uh, I am King. Joining me today, of course, was Tarzan Boy. Double Dips not with us right now. He had to tend to an emergency. And Max from Mendocino Therapeutics. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.